Welcome to That's Agritastic, the show that celebrates the scope and diversity of agriculture across the country. I'm Pete Emmons, your host. Joining me is my very special guest. It's Christy Meyer, Communications Manager of the National FFA. And today, we are getting a very, very special behind-the-scenes preview of the upcoming 94th Annual National FFA Convention and Expo, scheduled for October 27th to 30th in Indianapolis once again. Hey, Christy, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate you having me. Hey, I know that you are flying around probably at least 100 or 200 directions right now at once with the convention, just a few short weeks away. So I really, really appreciate you taking time to just stop your tracks for a few short minutes to open up the door to the convention right now for us. And the only question that I have for you is, you know, am I going to have to pay some sort of special uh, pre-admission fee to get this special preview? Absolutely not. I'm more than happy to give you a preview. I have been worried about that for the last several days. So that puts me greatly at ease to hear that. Well, this is a great time to be connected with FFA. Now, I remember the last time that we talked was in January, and our gist of our whole conversation was looking back and reflecting on that night, virtual 93 convention, unlike anything uh, that any of us had seen in recent times or for many, many times, or maybe for, for, for never uh, with that. But you know, you all and your team there got very, very creative and you just pulled it off in so many outstanding ways. And this year with both a virtual and a live convention happening on, I can't even begin to fathom and imagine the level of excitement that must be swirling around everybody at National. Now, are you uh, able to exhale properly at this point? Not quite. I mean, we're 16 days out, so maybe in November I can breathe again, um, but we're pretty excited about what else happening and we can't wait to see all those blue jackets in person and still see those blue jackets on Zoom as well for those virtual components. And I can imagine too that your board, the national board, all the volunteers, the sponsors and everybody in the Indianapolis community uh, has to be floating very high right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially our Indianapolis community with all of the conventions that had to readjust in 2020. When we made that announcement this spring that we were going to be back in person, um, there were a lot of smiles, a lot of cheers, and um, a lot of happiness to go all the way around. And that's just beginning because here it comes. Get ready. So, and of course, we haven't even mentioned or talked about that level when we talk about all the local chapters. You know, I've talked to many local chapters over the last month or two. And I can tell you that their excitement is beyond cloud nine. And I knew mean way beyond cloud nine. I'm not telling you anything that you are, you all aren't aware of, but it just kind of reinforces that too. So it's all building. It's coming soon too. Everybody cannot wait uh, for this year's event. Now you have been, according to my records and research, it looks like about 20 years now that you've been at the National. Is that about yeah, right? Yeah, coming up. 20 years um, next spring. So yeah, ni- 19 and a half, I guess right now. So you are, you're bucking the national norm for career paths. So, you know, what is it that keeps fueling your passion for burning at such a high level? Honestly, it's the mission, right? It, it makes such a difference to have, to work for an organization where you believe in the mission and being able to watch the difference that we make in these students' lives, knowing that we're impacting the next generation of leaders, it's just inspiring and fuels that passion. 
And I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited about being in person again for convention because that is really what just kind of keeps that passion burning is seeing those students in person, person, seeing how passionate they are, what a difference FFA makes. And it makes my job so much easier. And I will tell you, Pete, I am never bored in my position. Never. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I can't see that ever happening for sure. And as I've said many times, every time we have talked, I have never met anybody that is so passionate that wears the mission of an organization on both sleeves and shoulders as much as you and your entire team. I've not met anybody on the national staff that isn't so excited and so driven by that. And that has such a great domino effect all the way down to the organization, right to the local chapters, certainly making a difference too. So who would not want to be a part of this event and and convention with all that being said? Well, right now, what I'd like to do is if you would allow us to, if you would open that convention door for us, and let's let's step on in and start looking at, at the preview of the event coming up here. So what is the uh, projected attendance level right now? I know it's going to be a little bit different than previous years. So it's really hard to give a projection. Um, one of the things about making the decision to go in person is we know that school districts across the country have different rules that they're following, right? Allowing travel, not allowing travel. In the past, Pete, you know that we're usually the largest student convention and we run anywhere from 67 to 70,000. We didn't think that we were going to get that close this year. We still don't think we're going to hit that. Um, but as of last week, we were at 45,000. So you know, it's, it's still a lot of students and, and adults and sponsors. So we're excited. Um, we don't know what that final number will be, but I promise check back in with me at the end of convention and I'll give you that final total. I am sure you will. And we'll all be pleasantly surprised with it too. And, you know, with FFA, uh, the bottom line is it's the quality of the people that are connected with the program at all levels that really drives it over the top. So uh, continuing on here, I know that there is also going to be a virtual level of the convention. And I know that uh, you have very detailed uh, safety protocols, obviously in place, a little on that. Yeah, so one of the things that we really wanna be cognizant of is that we know that we're still in the middle of a pandemic and we want everyone to realize that the health and safety of our students and guests is always at the forefront of mind. So with that in mind, we're working with the city and state on all of the requirements. Um, While the state of Indiana and the city of Indianapolis do not have a mask mandate in place currently, um, our convention does. So all of our students and attendees are going to be required to wear masks um, unless they are doing a presentation or if they're banned in course. So um, we will definitely be encouraging that. Um, we also are telling people if that, you know, before they travel, especially if they're coming from a distance, go ahead and get a COVID test. And if it's negative, please do not come. And if at any point while you're at convention, you don't feel well, please do not attend the events. Um, and then in addition to that, our venues that we're using have upgraded all of their air filters and have also taken precautions. So it'll look a little different. Um, but I feel like probably the past year and a half, what we would have at once considered different is now becoming a new normal for us. So we're pretty excited to have this. And I think that all of our guests and attendees understand those precautions that we're taking. And you know, off the board in terms of extensive safety protocols. So again, an extremely safe environment for everybody connected with the convention, certainly. Now, the convention really kicks off on Wednesday, October 27th. One thing I noticed, uh, and I don't remember seeing this before, unless it's affiliated with a Blue Room, but you have career success tours. Is this something you've done for the last several years or is this new this year? 
Yeah, we have. We um, have done career success tours and education tours. And so basically what that is, is those are tours that are with local companies in the area that our students can sign up for and explore. And they really explore those career pathways um, in the uh, supply chain. So it's an opportunity for them to look at different careers in agriculture and see if they might find an interest in it. So this is an opportunity for them to actually see people in those careers and really get a background from those companies of what they do and what they offer. It's one thing to read online about a career, but it's another a whole nother ball game to talk in person and to actually see firsthand what that job opportunity is. So again, a major difference there with that. Now the Blue Room, and I've had the privilege of going into the Blue Room before, and I've talked to some of your vendors and people connected. That's been an extremely added popular destination at the last several conventions. Uh, share with the listeners a little bit about this year and the Blue Room. Yeah, so the exciting thing about the Blue Room this year is it's going to be all virtual. So those attending convention will just need to hop onto their device, whether it's their laptop or their mobile phone to explore it. So those companies who are part of it, they'll have their virtual booths in the FFA Blue Room. They'll be able to, those members will be able to explore, play games, earn badges. We'll still have those speakers. Um, but it was such a success last year when everything was virtual that we decided to continue that virtual piece. Um, and then that really allows our students who don't have the opportunity to come to Indy to still participate. And the great thing about the Blue Room as well is that this will continue on um, through the year. So we will have speakers on a monthly basis that relate to that sustainability and technology and agriculture. So we're pretty excited about that, that it just has a, a shelf life that's so long. And boy, the last point that you're making about having that Blue Room once a month, that is, that's brand new there and that's outstanding. So those opportunities are continuing to be exposed for everybody to explore even more beyond convention. Now, the, we've talked about the Blue Room. Now we know that throughout the convention, there's about seven, looks like seven or eight, I believe seven special general sessions, including starting with an opening general session, which looks like it's repeated on both that Wednesday and Thursday in terms of its format. Several uh, important parts of that. You've got the office. You've got the officers. You've got announcements. You've got recognition. I noticed the opening uh, keynote is again, and I've not heard of this person, so you're going to have to enlighten me on her. But the fancy lady cowgirl Courtney DeHoff. Tell me about her. <laughs> yeah, so Courtney DeHoff, known as Fancy Lady Cowgirl, um, her background is really interesting. So she's been in agriculture for a while, and she never she was not really what people considered the status quo of what they thought when agriculture, of who they thought should be involved in agriculture from a female perspective. And she embraced that um, and really just embraced the fact that anybody can be a part of agriculture. It doesn't really mean matter what your background is. So she's a really good story about that, about facing who you are, being authentic to your true self. Um, she's been on RFD TV a couple of times and she's been at some other agriculture conferences. So we're really excited to have her. Our students have really embraced her when we announced that she was the speaker. So there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement to see her on our main stage. Having somebody, and again, I've had the opportunity to, to hear some of your keynote speakers in, in previous years, but having somebody right off the get-go that is so charismatic and motivational as you kick off the convention into high gear. Boy, that's a talk about a major booster shot right there for everybody. So great with that. Now the you have a national band and a chorus that performs uh, throughout the entire convention. The kids are selected to be in the band. So uh, they're going to be participating as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's a little bit different this year just because of COVID protocols. Our band and course will be a little bit smaller just, you know, to allow for social distancing, but they'll still be there and you'll still have the talent and all of the excitement that is there. And Pete, I think I've told you before, but the band and course never ceases to amaze me. They come in early that week. They're from all over the country. They've never performed together and they will practice and then they will perform together that week. And it's seamless. It's like they've always been practicing together. It's an amazing feat. Yeah, they don't seem to ever meet a beat the times that I've heard them either. So that's another uh, great part of the convention and a great uh, leadership opportunity for all of the members as well. Now, we know where there's National Days of Service, and we're not going to really get into that. Michelle Sullivan, the Senior Team Leader Engagement, does a fantastic job with all of those National Days of Service. And we're going to do a whole show again with Michelle here uh, shortly. Uh, talking about those, but there's another opportunity to make a difference right there uh, in Indianapolis and even in the local chapters with the expanded uh, National Days of Service. So uh, can't wait to hear more about that. Then uh, all the sessions going on, you have business delegate sessions, and then you have every night you've got these concert opportunities, entertainment uh, happening. And I noticed you've got the country artist, Brett Young, and he's very, very well known. And then I have not, and again, Alex Miller, I'm not familiar with him, but I guess he was on uh, AOL or one of those uh, shows, talent shows. Yes, so let me tell you just a little bit about Alex because he's a former FFA member. And I believe it might've been 2019 or it might've been 2018, but he was our talent winner. So he has definitely has an FFA connection, but he went on to be on American Idol. And I think I might misspeak, misspeak here. I think he made the top 10. So he definitely has a really great performance voice and he has a really big following. So it's kind of nice that our FFA members can see one of their own on stage with, with Brett. So we're pretty excited about that. And um, everyone should have been pretty excited because that concert sold out. <laughs> wow. There you go. We had uh, Garth Brooks there uh, two years ago. I remember that as well. Great entertainment. Great way to cap off uh, all the day of all the meetings and sessions and everything going on. And then you've got, again, back, and this is not the first time, I don't believe, for this, the world's toughest rodeo. That's happening, it looks like, uh, again, Wednesday through Friday at the uh, fairgrounds. And then uh, you've got the hypnotist. And I, don't, I think you've had a hypnotist before, but Dr. Jim Wand, a journey of imagination. Now, I've got to tell you, this entertainment has to leave everybody smiling and literally leave everybody in a real, real trance. So there. So uh, Absolutely. And I'll tell you, Pete, our hypnotist is always a hit, always a hit. We've had him for, I don't know how many years, but there's always a line out the door waiting to go see him. And Thursday's schedule, again, as I said earlier, a repeat of the opening session happening, and then uh, two other general sessions happening that day. Lots of uh, chapter awards and individual proficiency awards going on as well. So a very jam-packed schedule. And we're only halfway through this preview, but right now we do need to take a time out and salute all of our show partners that make our program possible. That includes the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Delaware, Madison, and Franklin Counties. Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, Ohio, Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City, Liberty National Bank of Marysville, and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association. You'll find great products and services at all of our show partners. Well, we continue now about through the convention here, Christy. And again, Friday and Saturday, the schedule continues. A lot of the event uh, revolves also around the Expo, which is another central part of the entire event. Now, it looks like you have about 240 or 250 uh, vendors this year. Yeah, that's about right. 
So that's an opportunity for our sponsors and exhibitors to really contact with the students and share with them what their industry has, what their companies have to offer, and for our students to look at the possibility of how they can fill the talent pipeline that's needed in the industry of agriculture. And I know that, and again, I've talked to some, you have great representation of ag colleges that also attend, including the great Ohio State College of Food, Environmental and Agricultural uh, Environmental Sciences as well, too. I know that they'll probably, I'm sure, be in a presence as well. So great opportunity for our students to connect with these, all of these ag colleges, uh, too, with that going on. So uh, again, Expo all weekend. Uh, and then uh, all kinds of general sessions again, service days, a giant shopping mall that has got all of the goods of FFA and everything in the world that you could possibly imagine. Now, the other part that we want to talk about a little bit is uh, not only are there special activities and sessions for the actual members themselves, but your, your, all your ag teachers and the alumni of, of the program, there are things that are going on for them as well. Comment a little on that. Yeah, absolutely. So there's something for everybody at convention. So for our teachers, we have the teacher workshops, um, which is an opportunity for them to really get some career development in, right? And for them to connect with other teachers as well. You know, maybe they have some useful suggestions of what they do in the classroom that they can share and, and how they can network. For our alumni, there's also some opportunities for them to network with other alumni chapters, but also to celebrate each other and to celebrate what great things they've been doing in their community. And I promise you, Pete, especially with 2020, both of our teachers and our alumni have done amazing things of how they adapted through 2020. So it's, I know that they're all probably very excited to see one another in person as we all are, but I think it's going to be really interesting to learn what we did and what we accomplished to adapt through 2020. Reconnecting and getting uh, refreshed and learning all of the things that have been going on in the last year, despite the, the health crisis that we've been going through. So again, ultra exciting for those connections as well. Now, the culmination of the convention is on that Saturday, because here you have really looks like two, there's always been two major theme things happening. The major awards, including the, the American degrees, the highest individual award that members can achieve, the Gold Star Chapters, Special Proficiency Awards, and of course, the election of the 2022 National FFA Officers. Any idea in terms of uh, how many uh, folks are up for American degrees this year and the chapter, special chapter awards? Yeah, so for our national chapter, we usually have um, 35 who are up for it. Um, and then for our American degrees, I believe it's 3,863, give or take a couple. Wow. And that's just a test. That, that is a lot of degrees right there, too. So again, outstanding with that. Look like about 33 to 35 uh, members up for those national FFA officer positions as well across the board from across the country, people uh, vying for those positions. Uh, so all of that is going on as well. Now you are all over social media and you know there's no way that you can't find or hear about the national FFA convention you know unless you don't have a, a tablet or a computer or a smartphone I, I don't know what the deal is there with that so what are the best links uh, for people to follow the convention yeah absolutely so there's a couple different ways we can do this so as we talked about there's also going to be virtual components but one of the things that we've always done is stream the convention live stream the general sessions so you can go to ffa.org to watch the streaming or you can go to convention.ffa.org to watch the convention 
RFD TV and the Cowboy Channel um, graciously does gavel to gavel coverage for us. Um, follow on Facebook and Twitter, um, following with the hashtag FFA21. And then Pete, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell everybody to download the convention app. Just go to iOS or Android to your app and search for National FFA Convention and Expo. And then there is an app that will tell you everything that's happening all through the week. And that is a great app. I can personally tell you that having used that in previous conventions too. Now, there was another thing I noticed this year. I believe it's a link off your website, but you have an A to Z guide about questions or things that people might have. Is that something new or do you have that before? Um, we've had it before, but I feel like it's probably going to get a little more use this year. I mean, it has been two years since we've been in person. So I think there are some things that, that we forget. So yeah, the A to Z guide is key. Again, you can access it on the website, but you can also access it on the web, um, on our website. So we really encourage people to go to convention.ffa.org to find information. And then again, I just want to reiterate for our friends who are going to be in person, please do not forget to bring your masks as those will be required at convention. Absolutely. We will post up on That's Agritastic Facebook page uh, some of those uh, convention links as well as an added resource uh, as well uh, with that. So Christy, I know we could easily, easily talk probably the rest of the day and still not cover everything A to Z. I think we've hit some major highlights here and kind of walked through that door. And I can't thank you enough for opening that door for us. But again, lots and lots of great things going to be happening at this year's convention, October 27th through the 30th in Indianapolis. What's the final word that you want to leave with listeners about the 94th? And again, 94th. Wow, that's a lot of conventions uh, expo happening on the 27th through the 30th. I just think it's going to be an amazing time to see everyone in person. Um, and for those who aren't going to be in person, you know, we still have we still have Zoom and we still have those pieces. So it's an opportunity for us to really connect with all of our students and members, whether they're in the US or in Puerto Rico or the Virgin Islands. So we're just excited to connect and hopefully recharge everybody and refuel and get everybody inspired again for the rest of the school year. So bottom line here is connect with the National FFA Convention Expo. If you're there physically or if you're there virtually, you can all enjoy and be a part of this unbelievable, and I do mean highlighted, unbelievable, total experience. And if you're not involved in FFA program, if you know a student that's locally not involved, encourage you to connect with your local ag teacher at your local high school, find out uh, about how you can be part of the more than, it looks like about 8,800 FFA chapters around the country. Hey, Christy, I cannot thank you enough for this outstanding preview of the upcoming convention and expo. Mega kudos to you for your continued outstanding leadership and your entire national staff, your board, the volunteers, the sponsors, the local chapters, and all who work so tirelessly throughout the entire year to pull off such a premium, and I do mean premium, huge success. Wishing you the very best success with the event as you move forward into these final weeks. Hey, and I look forward to talking with you again later throughout the course of the year. Thank you, Christy, so much. Thank you so much, Pete. We appreciate you always telling our story. And then now a final acknowledgement of all of our show partners, the Central Ohio Farm Bureau of Union, Madison, Delaware, and Franklin Counties, a grassroots membership organization dedicated to strengthening and sustaining agriculture through policy advocacy, professional development, resource provisions, and outstanding member benefits. Find them on Facebook at Central Ohio Farm Bureau. And for more information, you can contact Melinda Lee, the organization director, mlee at ofbf.org. That's mlee at ofbf.org. 
and Culver's Restaurant of Marysville, Ohio, offering a diverse array of those value baskets and featuring chicken, cod, and their famous butter burgers. Oh my gosh, I'm getting hungry as I speak. You'll find fresh daily custard products like mouth-watering concrete mixers, sundaes, and much more. They're open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Go to culver's.com slash restaurant slash Marysville dash O-H. Culver's Restaurant, welcome to delicious. Utsi's Farm Market of Plain City is your one-stop shop for all of your favorite Amish cheeses, deli meats, baked goods, and more. Their corn crib area is fully stocked with all of your fresh local fall produce, including pumpkins, gourds, apples, butternut squash, and much more. They're open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5 on Converse Off Road off our Route 42 in Plain City, Ohio. You can find them on the web at utsysfarmmarket.com and on Facebook. And be sure to order online. Utsys Farm Market, it's worth the drive. Liberty National Bank of Marysville, you'll find great rigs for ag, commercial, and residential projects combined with highly individualized customer service. Check them out today at liberty.bank slash office Marysville and the Ohio Ecological Food and Farm Association, cultivating a future in which sustainable and organic farmers thrive. Local food nourishes our communities and ag practices protect and enhance our environment. Now's the perfect time to become a member, offering mega benefits, including organic certification, educational events led by experts, and one-on-one technical support to start or grow your business. Go to oeffa.org. That's oeffa.org. Your support and patronage of all of our show partners makes a huge positive difference. Well, join us again as we continue our ag journey across the country on October 12th, and we'll capture the latest scoop with the Central Ohio Farm Bureau. Until then, this is Pete Emmons saying, make it an agritastic week. <laughs>